Hello and welcome to another episode of the Portable Magic Dispenser, a podcast all about school libraries, libraries in general, working with youth, talking about books, talking about programs. Today I'm going to be talking about comic books. I recently wrote an article for Book Riot about comic books and it's called comic books don't count as reading and other lies people tell you if you want to check that out you can simply go to the book go to bookride.com and scroll down it's there under my name and i'm very passionate about comic books and always have been because as a kid i didn't uh, I, as a typical or you know young uh, how old was i a young teen maybe not even teen maybe 11 12 i kind of dropped off reading and would only read comic books like Punisher, they were my favorite, anything ultra-violent, which I don't know what that says about me, but uh, it was something that I wanted to read, all I wanted to read, I didn't care about anything else, and it still counts as reading, you're still reading, of course, and I always get annoyed when I see, especially on social media, when I see comic books being put down as not real books, etc. I hear that in public. I heard it in uh, a bookshop, uh, sorry, a library once, and it it does annoy it does annoy me. And it, there's also teachers who feel like it's not real reading, and and then so on, and all that's nonsense uh, because it it is. And I'm just going to quickly go through some reasons why that is nonsense and why comic books are both excellent for your brain and your soul. So. There's been research out of Boston University that shows you that graphic novels uh, provide an entry point for struggling readers, also challenge gifted readers and help more students learn. We already know that. The language used in comics is far more advanced than most of the oral communication of college graduates. That's a, uh, a study out of California State University, uh, Northridge, and comic books also use twice as many rare or difficult words. And then there was this story by this man named Dan Hurley, who is a science writer, a correspondent for the Washington Post. And he told The Guardian a few years ago that um, as a child, he was labeled, quote unquote, as slow uh, and put in uh, a class with other, quote unquote, slow kids. And he says at the age of 10, he was rescued by Spider-Man. He became obsessed with reading comic books and drawing. And by the age of 11, he was getting straight A's in, in, uh, in high school. Or I should say it would have been middle, middle school then. Um, he then spent three years interviewing uh, psychologists, you know, as he got older, of course, psychologists and neuroscientists from around the world. And he concluded that... Um, reading and intelligence, especially emotional intelligence, form this kind of symbiotic uh, relationship. So on a base level, I know that the students in my high school that I work at is they devour comics, they devour manga. I'm going to try to do a whole session on manga uh, club and what we do. I'm not going to do that today. Um, but they are by far the most popular medium at the moment, manga and and comics. And there are so many out there. I won't what I will do is I made a Padlet, which I'm going to do another thing. <laughs> I keep saying this. I'm going to keep doing this and this. I'm going to put a link in the blog that will give you a list of 100 comics that I think are amazing. And there are many more, but there's so many out there. There's this one that I love that I always promote called Fantasy Sports by uh, Sam Bosma. I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of Indiana Jones slash... I don't know, slash what? Basketball. Two uh, adventurers end up in this tomb, this tomb of horror, where they're just dodging traps and, and 
ghosts and skeletons and at the end they have to take on this evil creature in a in a match in a basketball match <laughs> and it is weird and strange and hilarious and it's right up uh, right up my alley another one i want to uh promote is called uh, fake blood by whitney gardner which is so well used in our library that i have to buy a new copy because it has been well uh, well worn and destroyed it is hilarious dealing with vampires high school uh teen you know crushes teen issues it is awesome and uh, whitney is an amazing illustrator author and i cannot recommend her new one enough called long distance so check that one out as well and i mean i could go on there could be a whole podcast just on just on graphic novels that I, I love. Of course, Dogman is hugely popular. There's this one called Ruin World as well. Um, I think it's Robert Laufman. Sorry if I got their name wrong. And uh, it is amazing, Ruin World. It, for any fans of fantasy adventure, of course, you've got the Amulet series. The one that has become really popular in our school is also Dungeon Critters by Natalie Reese and Sarah Goetter. Dragon Hoops, which is, again, all about basketball by Jean Luen Yang. You've got so many, okay? New Kid by Jerry Craft, all about high school. Mighty Jack by Ben Hatke, which is like a really cool take on um, Jack and the Beanstalk. The Awkward series by Svetlana Chimakova, and tons and tons. Okay, we had an amazing opportunity to speak to uh, Omar Mohammed, who is the author, co-author of you know When Stars Are Scattered. This is his life, uh, and that was. Uh, unbelievable and heart-wrenching and I cannot recommend that graphic novel enough it was been illustrated by Victoria Jameson uh, Jamieson I should say and it's Omar's life okay and it is a, a sad one but with lots of hope and redemption I just finished did I talk about this I can't remember if I did last time but anyway uh, Anna Green Gables graphic novel is awesome okay uh, it is stunning the illustrations are absolutely stunning so please check that out and the story of course is amazing so it's an ad adapted story but it is perfect and the other one that i'll last one which i'll, I'll <laughs> before i go on to the actual activities is uh the hilda series of course by luke pearson which I had huge success with regarding getting them in the hands of you know readers who say they are they don't like reading, and the the popularity of this has just grown and grown. There's a lot in the series, and they they are really cool. And of course, you can tie it to the Netflix series if if that's something that uh, you want to mention when you when you promote them. All right, so just a couple things that we did uh, done did in the last few years, and maybe something you could try if you wanted to and again i'll put links in the uh, blog to help you with all of this um this was pre-covid of course but i went to a local comic book shop an independent one near us and or i i think i called them and i said do you have any comic books uh that you can donate to the library i just thought i'd give it a try and they said of course come over and i thought well they'll give me a few comics and that'll be that'll be fine whatever they can give me i think they gave me 600 comics or something and i was loading the back of my car up with these comics and now i, I still got them i mean not all of them because i've been going through them but i give them away as prizes and also but we use them for, as crafts which are really fun so we have a a makerspace club and we use them and one thing i did was make bookmarks out of them it's really simple to do so you've got like 
comics, of course, that you're okay to destroy. You need a hole punch, usually some string or thread for the tassel, pen, marker, scissors, and also a pre-existing bookmark to use as the guide. And uh, cardstock as well, which is useful. And I'll, again, all the links will be there. It's really simple. You just trace around the existing bookmark, um, stick it to the, to the cardstock, cut around the bookmark, hole punch it, tie your tassel on, and you are done. So if you have comic books, and they, they and the kids get to choose, the students get to choose what panels they want on their comic books, and they look amazing. Uh, we've got some really cool ones with Star Wars, Spider-Man, Daredevil, everybody. And it, it was a hugely successful program. So simple. Uh, it only takes minutes. So so you, if you, you might want to pair it with something else. But it was uh, really cool and uh, a lot of fun. And I also did comic book uh, wallets, which are a little bit trickier. You need to cut them to a specific size and fold them a certain way. And that's the trick. That's where students maybe have some some difficulty is folding them and then kind of like cutting them in in the exact way. Again, I'll give. I have a step by step process there, step by step website. So that one just takes a little bit more time. You could pair it with the bookmarks that to uh, to kind of round out a program if you wanted to. But again, it takes a little bit of extra work, but the results are really cool. A nice uh, comic book wallet that they can use, okay? So those are those things. Now, I'm really excited this year because I'm, 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 I've got my fingers crossed that I'm going to be able to do uh, our Comic-Con. I mean, of course, during the lockdown, I did the Comic-Con. I usually do that in March, uh, the weekend. I usually do it on a Saturday, actually. I go to the, I open up the library on a Saturday and have the students come. They all sign up, of course, permissions sent out and all that stuff. This, The last one, of course, was all virtual. It was awesome. We had a, an amazing... Uh, manga artist named Sonia Leong, which I cannot recommend enough. She does manga Shakespeare. She does all sorts of different cool things. She came in person later, but also did this Comic-Con uh, all virtually, which was awesome. So, But we have done them in, in person, which is great. And I've dressed up like a character. I think I did a Superman once, and I can't remember what I did before. But I, I we had a, we've had huge success with this Comic-Con uh, events. So I really recommend trying one out. You you can make it as big or as small as you want. I usually limited it to, I didn't know if I limited it, but I think we had 50 students, which was more than, that was perfect number. And they all, the majority of them dressed up. There was no pressure to, but they could if they wanted to. I did have a staff member who came and helped, um, but it was, it was Fine, it was really cool. So we had food, of course. That was step one to successful Comic-Con. You have to, of course, checking allergies and everything like that. We did it on a Saturday from 10 to 2. Um, they were all welcome to bring their own lunch. You know, we had donuts and juice and things like that. Nothing, uh, you know, nothing too healthy. You don't want to go too healthy with these types of things. Um, but having food, they, everyone had their lunch, but having food was a big one. We created our own hashtag, okay, and a promotional kind of tool. So ours was just GHS for Glenthorne High School uh, Comic Con. And that was just a way to promote it. And what I did was I created this um, board in the library where 
students could pose in front with their costumes on or no co costumes. They had these comic book type, um, you know, like the, the pow, the zap, the kaboom uh, signs. And it looked like they were in the middle of an actual comic book, if that makes sense. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. And we made, I of course promoted it all over social media and I tried to make uh, a cool <laughs> um, poster that was all around the school, talked about it, got tried to create a buzz really early. And uh, having doing it around World Book Day was great because it was like the first Saturday after World Book Day, which is usually like on a Thursday. And or it is on a Thursday, right? And, and so there's this big buzz around the school and it just kind of keeps it going. And I had a big variety of activities. So I went and rented this uh, button maker, badge maker, which wasn't that expensive. It was like a local joke slash, you know what they are, a party shop. That's what they are. Uh, it was by far the most popular thing. Um, we made over 100 badges in one day, and which was a lot uh, for, for me. Um, they did the bookmarks as well. And they cut up the old comic books. Uh, we had a huge quiz loaded up on iPads using Kahoot as a backup activity, but we didn't have time to play that. But hiring a badge maker and um, or a button maker, as I would call it, and getting you know, I can't remember the exact price. I'm sorry, but each party shop will probably have their own. If your art department already has one, that is awesome. But uh, we uh, we used that, and they they went. They went uh, really uh, gung-ho on that. They loved it. And yeah, recommend that enough. Uh, can't recommend that enough is what I'm trying to say. So yeah, again, reach out to your com local comic book shops. That's step four. <laughs> uh, they donated the comics, but they might have other ideas that you could do. They might, they might provide some kind of assistance. You never know. And giving away free comics was huge. They absolutely loved it. That there were free comics there. Of course, inviting guests. So I talked about if you have a budget, if you're lucky enough to have a budget. Uh, I was very fortunate in that one of our uh, staff members, uh, their partner, does voice over work for cartoons and does it has their own YouTube channel and can do can mimic almost any voice imaginable. And this person came in and they were awesome. They did uh, a whole hour a long talk about what you know how he became a voiceover artist and all the impressions that the students could throw at him uh they were you know do spongebob do this and he was more than happy to uh, oblige which was great but he also did some illustrations and all sorts of cool stuff and in addition we had an amazing artist named anna fitzpatrick who who, who donated some work and just did a whole comic book uh workshop how to draw okay and also manga and slash, you know, anime type characters and they of course we provided pencil and pens for them to do it a comic-con is a little mini comic-con like that is awesome in my opinion and it doesn't not only promotes amazing comic books you can i had all the comics and graphic novels on display it lets students uh you know dress up as their favorite anime manga character if they didn't get a chance to or didn't didn't want to during world book day this is a you know everybody in the event is a comic book lover and someone who's interested in being there we had quizzes games and of course the button maker and it was amazing how fast the four hours flew by so uh, if you have any questions about that, that you can always ask, but I uh, can't recommend that enough.
And while we're still talking about comics, uh, etc., I cannot recommend enough uh, a couple of series that combine, of course, they're not full comics, I wouldn't say, but they combine illustration with a very accessible text, and that's the Paper Cut series by Badger Learning, hugely popular in our library. There's these really creepy uh, stories, you know, the Dark Tide, Viral Mirrors. There's also Horror Hotel with some Im imagery. Our students, and I'm sure yours do as well, love horror. So there's Horror Hotel from Badger Learning. There's Paper Cuts. And then there's Big Top of Horrors, which are s super creepy because they're all based on this traveling circus. There's one called The Tank, one called The Clown, The Prize, The Box, The Wheel, etc. But our students absolutely devour these, these comic books. Uh, Badger Learning also has, you know, full graphic novels for lack of a better term but i really recommend those series because they're a combination and they are a great way to hook students in and last podcast i think it was the last one i talked about the the i survived graphic novels which i also recommend hugely because they are amazing and lauren tarsus does some amazing work combining history learning and really engaging uh text so that is it for this episode Read comics, get comics in your school library, check out that 100 comics list, and uh, yeah, if you have any questions or anything, you can always uh, see me on Twitter at Lucas J. Maxwell. Take care, have a great week, bye.